It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. All I wanna say is, just give me some hot pizza. Steve Siddall here with another episode of Financial Pizza. It's the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the best financial advisors heard on radio and in podcasts all around the country every week. I bring it all to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. We've got good stuff this week. We're going to hear from Marty Hensley from The Marty Hensley Show talking about the importance of working with an advisor to create that retirement and income plan. Jim Martin shares his take on the rule of 100. Eric Carney weighs in on how much emotions dictate how we prepare for retirement. Kevin Brooker uses a classic sitcom to help frame giving your money. Hmm. Kevin Brooker uses a classic sitcom to help frame giving money to your grown kids and how it can negatively impact your retirement. Plus, Gary Nolan plans a journey back to 1924. That and more, but first. Another mostly good week in the market. Both the Dow and the S&P saw record highs for the year. That's a far cry from where we were a year ago. So do you know that your credit score can slip as you get into retirement? And yes, it does matter. Even folks who've maintained excellent payment histories may experience a decline in their credit scores once they retire and transition to a fixed income with fewer financial obligations. Now, these credit scores remain significant for retirees because they influence various things from insurance and healthcare choices, such as determining premiums and eligibility for assisted living facilities. And with a growing number of retired Americans carrying mortgage and debt on credit cards, the impact of credit scores on their financial decisions becomes even more crucial. Speaking of spending, some couples find that setting a spending threshold below which no questions are asked give each partner some autonomy and minimizes fights over money. Now, Megan McCoy, assistant professor at Kansas State University's Department of Personal Financial Planning, says this trick of saying, here's the amount we talk about or not, is saying to your partner, we have these other shared financial goals, so you can have these little splurges. Another great time to ask, what's your number? An interesting twist in the world of divorce. Throw yourself a party, and there are a number of businesses springing up around the country to help you celebrate your breakup. You can find Splitsville swag, even registry sites that help divorcees restock. And there's plenty of jokes about seniors taking advantage of the early bird specials at restaurant. Well, now, thanks in part to hybrid and remote workers, they are encroaching on what was once a running joke, becoming a reality for many of us. From restaurants to movies to concerts, we just want to go earlier and get home earlier. Even Broadway, the city that never sleeps, has moved up curtains times. Now, some night owls wonder where the action is. Others have a newfound appreciation for a full night's sleep. I will always take a full night's sleep over staying out late. How about you? Enough of all that. Let's get this pizza cooking. Our first clip comes from Marty Hensley of The Marty Hensley Show. Here, host Morgan Patrick and Marty Hensley are talking about why having an advisor will just make sense. When we talk about create a financial plan with a financial advisor, I could not stress enough. I would say create a financial plan with a fiduciary 
advisor. You know, financial advisor are yeah, that includes guys working on commissions. You know, and, and all these different types of. You know, when, when we say create a plan with a fiduciary firm like Capital Financial, you know, we are required to put the client's interest before our own. If you're actively investing money in on for a client and you're actively invested in the market, you cannot charge nor accept any commissions. You have to work on a fee only basis and that fee has to be completely transparent to the client at all times. So you have the transparency of fees. You have the ability to go to a client and say, this is exactly you know how much you will be charged and this is exactly how much it will be. And you can come in at any time, at any point, and say, how much have I paid you to date? And you'll know that to the letter. And it's, I think that that's very important. Well, there's so many uh, that are out there that have accumulated well, mm-hmm. and they're headed towards retirement, but they don't have an official retirement plan. So, you know, sitting down and having this type of conversation, having it with a fiduciary firm, uh, and, and having, you know, just the knowledge that your best interests are going to be right on the table uh, when you have these conversations. That's the ease of mind that we talk about when it comes to retirement planning. And again, making your money last, not just to retirement, but through retirement. Things that you can do, okay, create that financial plan with a financial fiduciary advisor, right? That's a good one. Yeah. And how important is it, Marty, for this next one, getting out of that high interest debt? Well, and that's a, a wonderful point, Morgan, and, and and I love that you put that little ca- caveat on there, the high interest debt. You know, there's like my father, I, you know, I grew up a blue collar family and, you know, every penny that he had on a mortgage drove him crazy. You know, he hated debt, any debt. He didn't care what the interest rate he was paying on it. You know, if it was any, if he owed money to anybody, it just drove him crazy. And we do, we certainly have clients like that. We talk to our listeners all the time that come in and they, they just don't like the word, you know, Dave Ramsey fans, you know, that they say, I do not want any debt of any kind. But I like the caveat that you put on there is that you have to look at the, you know, put all your debts on a sheet of paper and then take the ones that have the highest interest rate and then you kind of work your way down. Typically, the last one will, on that list will be your mortgage. And that is a question we get all the time. Yeah. You know, hey, I'm, I'm at retirement. I'm thinking about retirement, talking about retirement. You know, what's your ideas about paying off my mortgage? You know, and a lot of times, you know, it is some, someone has two and three quarters percent or three percent on a mortgage. One could really make that argument that said, you know, hey, I could maybe have this money working harder for me somewhere else because this interest rate is so low. And so I have uh, have had a few listeners that come in and say, Marty, I hear you but I don't like that. And this, I, I understand what you're saying, but I don't like that. And obviously after a year, like we had last year, sure. you know, folks are less prone to put their money to work, you know, because they're like, I'd rather pay off this debt than put a hundred dollars in here. And it's worth $80 12 months from now. So, you know, that, it, that last year kind of complicated things a little bit for a lot of folks that, that were trying to kind of say, Hey, I want to do the smart thing, but Pay, pay down that debt, pay off that debt as quickly as you can. And, you know, that's that's one of the things that we talk about when someone comes in on an appointment with us. And, you know, we talk about goals, objectives, you sure. know, pretty plan and so forth. And one of the big questions is, you know, what, what's your debt load look like right now? You know, and I had uh, a listener that came in and I think I mentioned him on a, a show earlier, um, but he came in at 65 years old, wanted to retire, and he just refinanced his house on a 20-year mortgage. 
and you know, <laughs> uh, you know, we that that really complicated our financial plan. So we we were able to put a plan together. A lot of times, folks will come in and say, "Hey, I'm in retirement. Mm-hmm. Now I want to take part of my retirement assets and maybe get a beach condo or a mountain condo or something mm-hmm. of that sort, or a house if they're lucky enough to to have accrued some assets." But you know, but that's part of that plan. Working with a fiduciary. That's right. Working with a true fiduciary firm like Capital Financial USA can make a great big difference and help build confidence going into retirement. You can catch the Marty Hensley Show weekends on 106.1 FM Talk in Raleigh, North Carolina, or find the podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. You can visit CapitalFinancialUSA.com to learn more. Pizza! Now we hear from Jim Martin in Roanoke, Virginia, in his show, Retirement Answers Today. In this clip, he's talking about the rule of 100 and why he's not a fan. I, you know, I'm not a big fan of this rule. I'm going to be real honest with it. And, and I don't, I don't love it. I think people use it to sell annuities. And if your advisor is talking about the rule of 100, I think you might want to be a little cautious around it. Let me tell you how it works and why it's broken and why I don't like it. Um, it, it basically, what, you, what it says you need to do is take 100, subtract your age, and that's how much money you should have in the stock market. So that means if you're 60 years old and you subtract it from 100, you can only have 40% or 40, yeah, 40% in the stock market. Mm-hmm. I just think it's buffoonery. I, I think people have designed this rule of 100 was designed to sell annuities. And I, I'm not, I'm not knocking anybody who does it, but the fact is people live, everybody's different and you can't, you can't determine an investment allocation by just someone's age alone. It is, it, it is, it's irresponsible, in my opinion. And I want to, you know, I don't want to call anybody out. I don't know if you do it or not, but I would encourage you if you're an advisor and you're listening to this, just rethink this. Rethink like, are your clients going to live longer than that? Do your clients have different income needs? What if, what if their risk tolerance is higher? Do you still apply that rule? There's no such thing as a rule of 100, in my opinion, or at least in my office. Here's how we do it, and I think that's important to kind of paint that picture. And I. And, and I'm not saying my way is right. I want to be really clear, but I think that we've given this a lot of thought, a lot of con- consideration. We look at the individual, and when you come into my office, we're not going to apply random rules to you. We're going to look at you and who you are and what you want to do and, and, and look at you genetically. Do we think you're going to, you're going to be the one to answer this? Do you, think, do you have longevity in your life? And what's your risk tolerance? See, you're not a number here at Martin Wealth Solutions. You're an individual. And we're not going to apply cookie-cutter rules or make a cookie-cutter plan. And I think that's the difference in what we have to offer as a firm that maybe some other firms don't do. We we take a look at everybody individually, build a bespoke plan, a custom plan that helps him get through retirement. It's called the retirement you can blueprint. You call it a retirement green print, really. It's a good idea to have those conversations with your advisor. Jim is the founder of Martin Wealth Solutions. You can learn more about Jim and his team at planwellretirehappy.com. That's planwellretirehappy.com. Pizza! Gary Nolan has the Wayback Machine all warmed up and ready to take us all the way back to 1924. Through the years, let's take a trip back in time. Back in time. The year is 1924. Ellis Island closes as an immigration entry point to the U.S. It was first opened in January of 1892. In 1924, a law was passed to restrict immigration from countries outside the Western Hemisphere. 
By this law, the number to be admitted henceforth was to be in proportion to the national origin of our country's population. This gave to Northern and Western Europe more than 80% of the total. Ellis Island changed from being an entry point into the country to being a detention and deportation point for illegal aliens and those who violated terms of admittance in November of 1954. The Wrigley Building in Chicago is completed, built as the headquarters for the successful Wrigley Gum Company. Building started in November of 1920. J. Edgar Hoover was appointed head of the Bureau of Investigation, later known as the FBI on May 10th. J. Edgar Hoover died in 1972 while still head of the Bureau. Hoover had been responsible for making the FBI an important and respected agency. The first Winter Olympic Games were held in Chamonix, France, featured a total of 16 events participated by 215 athletes from 16 countries. Norway won the most medals with a total of 17. Finland came in second with 11. Also that year, World War I hero pilot Russell Elmon did something no one's ever done before. Mon's most impressive non-combat achievement took place on June 23, 1924, when he completed the first transcontinental dawn-to-dusk flight from Mitchell Field, New York, to the Presidio in San Francisco. Mon completed the flight in 21 hours, 47 minutes, including stops for refueling, at an average speed of 206.59 kilometers per hour. His great success was wired immediately to President Coolidge, and he was awarded the Distinguished Flying Cross. The Dow closed the year at 121. Inflation was 0%. Interest rates at 4%. You made about 2200 that year. Your new car cost $265. Your new house, a little over 7000 Gas, 11 cents a gallon. And those tweed knickers you wore, $1.55. That's a wrap on 1924. We've now arrived back in the present. Hope you enjoyed the trip. Here's to a smooth ride into retirement. I got to give him a big, I did not know that, about J. Edgar Hoover. Hard to believe he was on the job in the 20s and was still there up to 1972. Who knew? Well, now we all do. Thanks, Gary. Pizza! Eric Carney's up next, and this time he and Joseph Lanza are talking about behavioral finance and how much our emotions control much of what we do with our money. I think more people talk about money and their finances more than we really think about, you know, um, and, and it does. I mean, it, it all comes down to our lifestyle. And so I think that that's always what's interesting um, uh, uh, about it is, is that something that's so important to us, how much effort do we actually put into it? And there's a lot of people as they get older, now they want to hyper-focus on it. But then there's a lot of people as they get older, they don't really want to know what the answers are either. They're too afraid to understand what the answers are. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's why people sometimes do not call us, you know, and, and so that that is a difficult time. And, you know, it's interesting because I'm reading this other book on investment behavior, and it really does go through how emotions wreak havoc with our financial decisions. And as human beings, we're supposed to be rational. And so the rational, um, when it comes to volatile markets, we are not rational beings. And human beings are not supposed to be rational. And so that's not how we're built. And so a lot of times we're looking at very short-term issues. How do I get through the next three months? How do I get through the next six months? But really how we're built as financial planners and investors is we have to look at five years, 10 years, 
15 years, even 20 and 25 years. And that's very difficult for an individual to even fathom. And so that really is the difference between us and a person walking in off of the street. They're just trying to get by through the year. Maybe it's a difficult year in the stock market. Maybe they're having a difficult time at their job. That's okay. You know, um, tough times don't last, tough people do. And so what we have to do is we have to build that financial plan saying, look, you're gonna have some tough years. There's no doubt about it. We don't know when that's gonna happen. It could, you could fall on hard times. You could get sick. A family member could get sick. Something could significantly change your life. But here are financial hurdles and here is how we could possibly get over them. And that's really what financial planning boils down to. And we have people calling us, emailing us all the time, our current clients and saying, hey, I just had a life-changing um, event happen in my life. I need to come in and revamp my financial plan. That makes sense. How is this going to affect my future? How is this gonna affect my spouse's future? How is this going to affect my family's future? And we're not looking at a day-to-day -day in our statements we're looking at that long-term financial plan. And so there's enough people out there who keep coming into us because they're like, I need a different direction. I need something better. I want to know where my projection is going for my financial future. And that's really what income planning and financial planning is doing. Sure. And, and so we, we've got to start getting back to that. This is what gets you through those volatile markets. So uh, low risk, high reward. <laughs> yeah. I well, mean that... and I mean, I know that you were alluding to annuities, and, and uh, but there are other things besides that. But let's talk about annuities for a sec. Yeah. I mean, the, there's so many things out there, but I don't think that we talk about annuities enough. And it really is, you know, people are like, people either love them or hate them. Right. And, and look, here, here's the bottom line. There's a lot of people out there who will not invest unless it's an annuity. Right, And we've seen a lot of very good annuities out there. We've also seen some very bad written annuities out there. And let me just start off by saying this, total US annuity sales alone, just in the US was $254 billion in 2021. That's up 16% from 2020, $254 billion. So the bottom line is, is that People can say, oh, they're not good, they're not good, but yet a quarter of a trillion dollars went into those. Mm -hmm. And so what we're seeing is, is that there is an increase in annuity sales every single year. But when the markets start to whipsaw back up, now everybody wants to move all their money, shift all their money into the stock market. And then when the markets get bad, they want to shift it all into an annuity. How about you don't underreact or overreact? How about we just build you a sustainable plan that could possibly incorporate a small amount of annuities to give you another stream of income on top of your social security? That way you still have money in the stock market. That makes sense long-term. So the, the bottom line is, is that you have to build your income plan. You have to build the financial plan. Purpose determines placement. So what you have to do is understand the purpose of your money to understand where you're going to properly put those. He says it best, doesn't he? Purpose determines placement.
Always good to keep it in mind. And you can hear Eric's show, WealthWorks Radio, on News Radio 1580 WCCF in Punta Gorda, Florida. You can also find the podcast on Apple, Amazon, or wherever you get a podcast. Catch him on TV as well all weekend long. Check your local stations for times and channels. And Eric is with Retirement Wealth in Cape Coral, Florida. Visit the website, ericcarneyadvisor.com. That's E-R-I-C-K-E-A-R-N-E-Y advisor.com. Pizza. One more clip, and for that, we turn to Kevin Brooker and his podcast, Cruising Through Retirement. Now, in this clip, Kevin uses the classic sitcom Golden Girls to colorfully show us why lending money to our grown children can be a problem and hurt our retirement in the long run. Plus, it's also kind of funny. I mean, I love Dad, but... You're the one who's always been there for me. Honey, you don't have to worry. I'll always be there for you. I'm glad to hear that, Ma, because I ran out of cash. I need to borrow $30. $30? Michael, you're an adult. Do you really want to beg your mother for $30? All right, fine. Forget it. You know, I, I hate this. Whenever I need money, you make me feel like I'm asking. All right, all right, all right. Uh, but look, all I have is two twenties. Great. We can get appetizers. Okay, let's jam. That's my boy. That's my dad. That's my money. I just love that. Because, <laughs> I don't know, this is exactly the, the path you were going down. I mean, taking care of our kids. We all want to. Yes, But at what sure. expense? But that, that's, that's the million-dollar question, right? Is at what expense and how, how long does that continue? Is it, you know, does it go to 18, to 22, to 25? How, how long does that go? And, and, and the reason we, we had that clip, which I think is... Very funny. I think it's pretty accurate about what happens in a lot of households. Sure. Is one of the things, one of the biggest surprises I've had in my career, and I started doing this in 1990. So this is uh, 33 years now. One of my biggest surprises was is how prevalent and how common it is for parents to be supporting their adult children. And I'm not talking adult that's 19 and going to college. I mean the adult that has a job or is supposed to have a job. They're not going to college. They're they they just hit you up for money all the time. And, and whatever the expense might be, and, and so many times I've mentioned to, to parents to please consider stop, to stop giving them money, just period, stop. And because I witnessed that, and, and a lot of them do get upset. Uh, I, I presume a lot of them think maybe I'm overstepping my bounds. I'm not sure. But I'll tell you what, guys, as your advisor, I want to help you out every way that I can financially. It doesn't, ma- it doesn't mean that I'm going to make a profit or I'm going to get paid for everything that I suggest or everything that I, we talk about. It doesn't matter. That's not what I'm interested in. I'm interested in helping you get everything, get in the best position possible financially. Sure. So that, so that you can have that comfortable retirement, which to me is a stress-free retirement. It's a retirement. You don't have to worry about paying any of your bills because you know, we got it all covered. And I like to do that with guaranteed sources of income to make sure you've got it covered. But when we put together the plan, we start off by sitting down, we look at all of your expenses, we look at all the income sources that you have as when you're retired, all right? And we're gonna look at all of your assets and your liabilities and we're gonna paint a picture, if you will, so that we can figure out what you need, how much you have, you know, can we get the money that you need right now? Or do we need to take steps, put things in place so that in a few years, you can have the money that you need? But you know what's gonna derail that plan every single time is if you're spending more money than we talk about. And if you're giving it to your kids more than we talked about, more than we put into our plans, that could derail your plan. That could knock off, that could knock your 
you know, retirement train off of its tracks, right? And so it's really important that we stay disciplined because one of the hard parts for a lot of folks when they retire is that I'm, I'm going to suggest you stick to a budget. And a lot of people, they've never had a budget because they, they always had money coming in and they just, you know, spent less than they earned. All right. But now we're on a fixed income. All right. And, and it's fixed according to, you know, Social Security will still give you a little bit of a cost of living raise. But most people would agree it really doesn't keep up with the cost of living. All right. So, so we know at some point in time we need additional income. And I want to make sure you got the resources that we can generate the income, that you can have the comfortable retirement that you want and that you've worked for because your kids should still be able to work and they should be able, everybody should be able to take care of themselves. And, 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 and that's really what we want to focus on. They've got a lot more time to make it up than you do. So I say we focus on, on taking care of you. And I always like to say, remember the airplane. You've flown in an airplane, you sit down and they're, and they're going over the safety instructions. You know, they're standing in the aisle, going over the seat belts and all this stuff. And then they talk about if the airplane loses oxygen, that this mask is going to drop down from the ceiling. And if you're traveling with children, put the mask on yourself first so that then you can help the child. All right. Take care of yourself first. Then you can help the others. So if you've got an abundance of money, by all means, and you want to help out your kids, just giving them, giving them some money, go for it. Have fun with it. All right. But first, let's make sure you've got absolutely everything you're ever going to need. I love the way he sums it up there. You can find Kevin's podcast, Cruising Through Retirement, wherever you get your podcasts, including Apple, Amazon, Google, and more. We find new episodes available every Friday morning. Learn more by visiting SilverleafFinancial.com. That's SilverleafFinancial.com. So that's it. Episode 197 of Financial Pizza is cooked to perfection, boxed up, and ready for that digital delivery. Financial Pizza features clips and more from some of the best financial radio programs and podcasts heard around the country every week and all brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. If you'd like Financial Pizza delivered to you every week, well, subscribe to it. It'll be in your podcast collection automatically. Find it on Apple, iHeart, wherever you get a podcast. Of course, just sign up, subscribe, and be sure to rate and share the podcast. Now, remember, we've got links to all the advisors listed in the show notes with this podcast. I want to thank Chrissy Paradis, Dave Perkins, Gary Nolan, and Morgan Patrick for contributing content to this week's show. You can reach me by email, steve at financialpizza.com. Financial Pizza is produced and written by me, Steve Siddall. It originates from Studio D and the palatial broadcasting experts headquarters in Apex, North Carolina. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. I really do appreciate it. Be back next week with another episode of Financial Pizza. I'm Steve Siddall. Pizza. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency.